0: and just like that we are back ladies and gentlemen thanks again for checking out this edition of the 12 kyle podcast i'm your boy 12 kyle and (laughs) we got a special co-host on this one well they're they're all special co-hosts but this one's he he, he's very special (laughs) uh as you can see from the title uh if you've been following the podcast from time to time we will do what we what we call the three-peat series where we Take an artist and we examine their first three albums. It's not the middle three, it's not their last three, it's just their first three albums. And it's called a three-peat because it's like a championship run. So for you to make a three-peat podcast, you gotta have three solid initial albums coming out of the gate. And the artist that we're gonna talk about, uh, I mean, if you know me, you know that I stopped listening to this guy a long time ago. Uh, But I cannot deny what these three albums were. And um, while I don't listen to his music now, I don't pay attention to him now. I will say these three albums are incredible. And that's what we're here to talk about. And, of course, you see I'm not doing this podcast alone. I am joined by one half of the almighty FROCAST. Uh, Not the best half, but the the other half. (laughs) Wow my man king germ <laughs> from the almighty Procast, germ what up baby
1: what's going on Kyle? man thanks again for having me um uh, <clears throat> excuse me uh just sipping on some of this good wine at the 12 cala studio it's delicious it's what, what year was this again if a 58 this is what is this uh some expensive shit uh, that's all i know it's expensive <laughs> thank you for having me man
0: this guy man anytime bro you know you know how we do man um me and this dude we go way back and uh you know he he's he's been on here before so he's no stranger to this podcast and uh he has a an extremely dope podcast that drops every friday and we'll talk about that uh in a little while but um yeah you you kicked the idea to me uh, about doing a three-peat on kanye as i mentioned um I I stopped listening. I I full disclosure, people. I stopped listening to Kanye's music uh, long before he started saying this dumb shit he's been saying these last few years. Um, (laughs) However, I probably, I think I checked out after after the Twisted Dark Fantasy album. Um, But I will say this much. Uh, Again, when you're talking about these three albums, I'm just talking about the music. So in preparation to... Uh, get ready for this podcast. I had to obviously go back and look li- because I haven't. I had. I literally have not listened to these three albums in years. I mean, I'm talking. Mm. God, it must have been at least seven or eight years. It's been that. Now, of course, I've heard songs. I mean, if a Kanye song comes on in a club, I'm not getting mad and stomping off the the floor. But I just, for personal reasons, stopped listening to his music. Uh, you know, it, the music didn't appeal to me. Um before he started you know saying dumb shit and running with duke but that's beside the point we're not here to talk about that we're here to focus on these three albums but i wanted to get that out because i wanted people to know particularly the people who know me personally know that i don't i don't rock with this dude but again that's beside the point um quick, germ quick, threw the idea out and when he go, go ahead quick question quick
1: question when you refer to as duke mm-hmm. you're talking about kim kardashian correct no, oh, no, 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 Duke. Uh, the former, uh, no, no, no. I thought because I, I feel like Kanye went crazy when he started running with that Duke, so that's what <laughs> that, that, that's what I thought no, you were referring was, to
0: the former leader of the free world, Duke. Oh, um, okay, that guy, but uh, yeah, yeah, I, I can't, yeah, I just will not ever mention his name. Um, but uh, but yeah, you know, and I, you know, to be honest, I think he. He I don't really know that he's been the same since his mother passed. Uh I don't I mean I'm not a psychologist, but I just mm-hmm. I think you know, maybe maybe there's some trauma or there's some stuff that he has not gotten over or gotten through and and I haven't lost a parent. So I can't tell him what he should be doing or how he should feel. Mm-hmm. Um but that being said, I think just from standing from afar, um, you know, I think he's gone through some things. So, you know, I like I said, I had my own personal reasons as to not listening to his music, but you know going back to these three albums, I was really really reminded of how dope he was and how much I liked him at the time that I was listening to this music cuz I was man I I mean I've been jamming this shit like just like it was yesterday and it feels, you know, good. Um so we can go back, man, we we can we can start off with the first album. Um <laughs> The first album, man, it, it was I can't say it came out of nowhere, but this was his first championship. The first championship uh, was the College Dropout. Now, the College Dropout was released on February tenth, two thousand four. So, Germ, where were you when the College Dropout hit the streets?
1: Uh, I was currently living in Athens, Georgia. Uh, my okay. wife was in my wife was in uh, school getting her PhD at UGA. So, you know, I Shout just got married. I just got married like a month earlier. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, just married life was still fresh on me. I was still a newlywed and everything. So that's where I was. You know, I got married in January. This album came out of February '04. you said. So yeah, yeah. I, I was just a month into marriage. So yeah, I was trying to figure it all out.
0: That's where I was. <laughs> trying to figure it out no that's right um yeah shout out to queen germ uh the other half what have i done i was like what have i done like the better half of uh of of all body podcast. i I
1: agree i agree with that to a certain (laughs) extent she is my better half (laughs) she better. out
0: oh no doubt no doubt uh but yeah it is i feel you um let me see february 2004 i was definitely here in atlanta um we and it's funny man because it's like when you think about these dates you have to kind of figure out where you were in life uh we were married we at the time we only had Dion and cameron our two older sons um and so uh they were little and um i was in atlanta working man and chilling i remember when this album came out and i remember uh i got the cd and um you know we had obviously had heard so much about him and you know we'd seen him produce for jay-z and beanie siegel and Everybody on the rock, but we didn't know. I mean, you knew he could. We thought he could rap, but not. You, we weren't really sure how an album was going to sound. Um, the college dropout debuted at number two on the U.S. Billboard. Uh, sold four hundred forty-one thousand copies in his first week. Um, real albums. He had people. singles like through the. Yes, real, real albums, albums, not, not streams. Not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. These these were albums that you had to drive to the store purchase come back home and either listen in your car on your you know walkman or whatever the case may be or your tape player for that matter um yeah these were real albums uh sold over three million copies um four times platinum and i mean he had songs like through the wire jesus walks all falls down slow jams uh so he had chart toppers uh if if you had to pick germ what were some of the things that made this an outstanding album in your opinion
1: song-wise or just moments which which one we talking just
0: here, it's like, in, it, which in any way that you want to describe it this, oh, okay this, this is on you
1: well well my favorite songs on the album uh was spaceship uh because i was at a situation mm-hmm. where i was at a job where it was just felt like it, it just i had to get away because i felt like i reached my ceiling there well basically they told me i reached my ceiling there and i was just like unless i was gonna <laughs> commit commit my life to the company then you know, And I wasn't willing to do that. So that that song really rang true to me. Uh, you know, Last Call, mm. that to me is one of my favorite Kanye West songs. Like I said, the end of the album is basically him just telling his life story mm. and rhyme. And that shit was fucking dope. Even though J. Cole killed that shit, I still give it the I still get a nod to Yay, you know what I'm saying, for that one. And um, <laughs> It all falls down. That was another song. I know that was one of the mm. uh hit songs, and um it was a song, just something that we needed to hear, you know, cause black people, we get caught up in the materialistic things and, you know, and that's just, that shows our worth, you know, where you can, I want, you know, it, we get caught up in the moment and that song right there kind of brings in in perspective, you know what I'm saying? And so, and that, it was just that album was something we needed to hear at that time because we was in the midst of the mm-hmm. snap music, I think, and the, the money, money, money era was like hip hop was big money then, you know what I'm saying? So I think it was something that we needed to hear and just hearing it from somebody that used his real name. You know, it was just like it was somebody yeah. that was rapping with my regular name. I'm a regular dude. I'm not no thug. I'm not no killer. I'm not none of that other rap stuff. I'm just a regular guy. And, and, and the, the, you know, that I just think that was something that we needed at that time. And and Kanye West was for, was filling that void that we needed in music. It was it still was something that you could listen to with your boys in the club. Uh it was still something it was mm-hmm. something you could play everywhere, you know. Everybody it appealed to everyone and it had a message, it just wasn't stupid rap. And so that's what th- that album was, you know, at that time it was very it, you know, it it was good, it was good.
0: Oh, no doubt. I, I'm I'm in agreement a thousand percent, man. I think um uh, what made the album outstanding? I think one the uh looking back on it, and I I and low key forgot about the the skits. Um, the skits were funny because you had uh, well, wasn't that D. Ray Davis, yeah. um, impersonating uh Bernie, Bernie Mac? um, uh, yeah, impersonating Bernie Mac on the skits, and it it all centers around Kanye being a student going back to school, and you know he in real life had gone to college and he did drop out of school. Um, and he kind of brings that home, like you mentioned, on uh, Last Call, which is track 21. Um, but uh, I think that stood out to me. Uh, I, You know what, man? I was without, because what happened was when I first started listening to it again, I listened to it without looking at the, the tracks just to see if I could remember, like, what was the next song, what was coming. And I didn't really remember... Who All was featured on the album? Because again, it's been a while since I've listened to it. I, I couldn't remember Who All was featured on it. But like when I started hearing some of these features, I was like, you know, how, like sometimes you can have way too many features and I'm a person that's not really, I'm not really a fan of a whole bunch of features on an album, but these features, as as many as he had them on here, they fit, like they, they didn't, it wasn't overkill. And, you know, like I said, Kanye is a guy who I can cut him a little bit of slack like that because I think He's not, you know, a lyrical miracle guy like Eminem or Jay-Z or somebody like that, but he can rap. And obviously we know his production, which is another thing I think that was outstanding on this album. Um, you know, we knew what he could do coming into an album, uh, you know, from his work with Jay-Z and, like I said, Beans and the rest of the Rockefeller roster. But he showed his ass with the production on this album. I mean, it was incredible. Um and again, going back and listening to it again was, was, was like just a treat. Um, and I probably say the third thing that stood out, um, was I gotta say, Jesus Walks. And the reason why I say that is because even though Jesus Walks is a, you know, it's one of his biggest hits on any of his albums, I remember being in, <laughs> 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 I was. <remember, laughs> I was in VIP. <laughs> of course. But I didn't pay you, right? I, I, I paid him. Of even. course, celebrities oh, they, never VIP. pay. <laughs> no, man. No, I was there with some friends at uh, at Club Visions. And I just remember, man, um, it's a huge club. Well, it used to be a huge club in Atlanta. And I just remember Jesus, the DJ played Jesus Walks, and Jesus Walks is not a club song, right? And it's a slow it's it's really let's call it what it is it's a gospel it's a gospel song and when it came on i mean like germ i kid you not you saw people literally like bum rushing to the dance floor and it's not really i mean the next time jesus walk come jesus walks come on comes on try to dance to it it's not a song you can dance to and i mean it was just people just standing in the middle of the dance floor and they were just by i can't really say they were dancing they were more bopping than they were dancing but um i had never seen like <laughs> a gospel song played in a in a club and um you know i just i think that that song was just huge and it's it's when you listen to it and you listen to the the music and the melodies of of it and if you you know like me and germ well i don't know about well i'm sure i know Jerm grew up grew up in a black church um, of course,
1: of course I'm <laughs> it black, just, it just takes <laughs> you back
0: to church, man. Yes, in it as well, right? You know, it's it, it just the messaging in it, too. So, um, th- those are the things that, that stood out to me about that that, or some of the things. My next question What song or songs could you have done without on this album? I'm catching a flag for this one. I'm gonna go with uh never let
1: me down. I do not like that song. That's the Jay-Z song. Um, uh, the new workout plan could deal with that one, without that one. And it was seven skits on the album. Some of them skits we could have did without. It was seven of them. Like, come on. That was a lot of filler on this album. Then I looked at the track listing with 20-some songs, seven of them skits, so you're down to about 14 songs. So, you know, I don't know. Cut down on some of the skits, and this would have been, this would have been, I mean, it was a dope album, but I think over time, some of these songs were like, uh, but you know.
0: Okay, okay, you know what I'm going to need to do? I'm going to need you to answer the question again, because, like, your whole answer got cut out. (laughs) You went out for a second, but you you good. So just uh okay. just just go ahead and start it from now. I'll, I'll I'll edit that part out.
1: I'll start over. Okay, cool.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go
1: ahead and start. uh Uh, songs I could have did without. Um, I'm going to say "Never Let Me Down." Song with Jay Z. Um, the new workout plan. Mm-hmm. I just never was a fan of that song. um That almost made me not listen to the album because I think I heard that first. You know, and I was just like, oh. I'm like, I don't know about this. You know, this is Rockefeller. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, during that time, like, what? Yeah. Like, I can't. I'm I'm not listening to this. This guy came out with two polos on with two collars and in a book bag. Like, I'm not. You know, you cause, right. You know, <laughs> it was a lot of things with me. Like, I was just like, I don't know about that. So uh, that one, and then some of the skits. Mm-hmm. It was seven skits. I think they could have cut down on some of the skits because it was yeah. way too many. Because, like I said, over time it just it seems to like weigh the album down and make it feel like filler and if you take away a lot of the skits you got 14 mm-hmm. songs so but you know it still was a good good album good album debut album uh but if you know clean up some of them songs it'll be all right
0: mm no doubt no doubt yeah i'm i'm with you on um new workout plan uh <laughs> i i think um I'm trying to think like the first time I heard it, I was like, man, what is this? Like, cause I felt <laughs> like the album was riding. I mean, the, the album goes from Jesus, from like you said, spaceships to Jesus walks to never let me down and then get them high, which is a banger. And yes. then the workout plan skit comes on and then this new workout. I was like, uh, and that, I guess for me, that, that song got tired really quick, really quick. Um, but yeah, I, I, I much like you, I probably could have done without a few of the skits um and the one thing that i learned that i i probably already knew but since i hadn't listened to this music in a while this this pretty damn long album it is Um, (laughs) this album is over an hour (laughs) so like even when i got i guess when i got to the the skits at the back half of the album I was like, damn, you know, cause because again, the first couple of times I, I listened to it, I wasn't looking at the tracks. I was like, damn, man, this, this ain't over yet. Like, and then I had to Didn't go. Like, like, wow, okay, did he do like back to back skits? 76 minutes. did he do like back to back skits near 14, the tail 15, end of that <laughs> Like I was just yep, like, what's going yep. on? Tracks 14, 15, 16, and 17 are all skits. And then it goes God. into two words, which is uh track eighteen. Yeah, with uh, most deaf and freeway in the boys choir boys choir of Harlem. Yeah, so it's a, so, and that, to be honest, German, that's what? One, five, that's almost, just doing a calculation in my head, about six minutes worth of skits. Good gracious. So, you know, (laughs) I could could see how over a period of time people would get annoyed with that. Um, Now, this album had a championship moment. It's championship moments in 2004 was nominated for an American Music Award for favorite hip hop album. Um in 2004 it was also nominated for Billboard Music Award for hip hop album of the year. Uh in 2004 it won a Source Award for album of the year. In 2005 it was nominated for Grammy Album of the Year. And also in 2005 it actually won a Grammy for best rap album so overall man how did um how do you think this album impacted you or or if it impacted you in any any way
1: well um i'm gonna say for the culture it impacted the culture it made it okay to be yourself and be a rapper you didn't have to have an image a gimmick or you know be another character to be in the rap game, Yeah, you know, not saying, uh, you know, he basically did what Fonte was doing and, you know, magnified it, you know, he's like, oh shit, it's dude named mm-hmm. Fonte out here rapping. I'm i I'm i I'm kind of steal his style. Cause you know, he's, <laughs> he's one of the people that influenced Kanye's style. Let's not get it fucked up,
0: yes, you know what I'm yes. saying?
1: So, you know, Fonte made that, that, that lane for the Kanye's and the Drake's and the Kendrick Lamar's and the Jermaine Cole's, you know, just be yourself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And rap, you don't have to be this, you know, Rick Ross character or this young Jeezy character or this, you know, you don't have to have this, you know, alter ego. You could just be yourself and rap. And so that's what this, I think this album did. It showed you like, look, you could be yourself and be successful.
0: Oh, no doubt. No doubt. I, I think it impacted uh, me in a sense because it was a guy who was just a regular guy. You know what I mean? Like he was, like you said, he wasn't talking about selling dope. He wasn't talking about uh, killing nobody. Uh, it was no mafioso rap. It wasn't, it wasn't even really shiny rap because at the time Kanye didn't have any money. So, you know, what he couldn't come in and talk about, you know, icy chains and Benzes and stuff like that. So he kind of appealed to the everyday fan. And I think that's one of the things I liked about it. Uh, it impacted also, I think, because what we saw was a guy that was really, really hungry. Uh, he had established himself as one of the up-and-coming producers in hip-hop but he was hungry as an MC. and mm. honestly i think when i say the old kanye because the people hear me talk about the old kanye this is the old kanye that i missed this guy was i mean like he was rapping like he was rapping his ass off like he was rapping like he was trying still trying to get a deal and you, you got to think if he's in a room with you know the likes of jay-z and dame He's trying to to impress them because they know that they got a guy like Benny Siegel who can rock the mic. They know that they got a guy like Freeway who can rock the mic. And Kanye, you know, I think they initially and he's talked about it before, you know, they initially just thought he was just going to be a, just a regular producer rapper. Like mm-hmm. they knew that he could produce and they wanted him for that, but they didn't, you know, he wasn't looked at as a long-term, you know, star or anybody that they felt was going to be able to carry an album as an MC. So Uh, And he illustrated that on the song that you mentioned on Last Call, which I think, like you said, is is an incredible song, which details his his early career and what he went through um, Mm -hmm. and, you know, how he actually got to Rockefeller. Um, So, yeah, that that was the first championship. So then we move to the second championship, Late Registration. Uh, This album was released August 30th, 2005. So King Germ, where were you? august 30th
1: 2005 oh man uh 2005 i was still at that dead end job i was a year <laughs> later in the marriage you know more you know got that first got through that first year you know what i'm saying we were still in athens um say august i i think i just found out my wife was pregnant enough with our second mm. child you know what i'm saying so i think she might. We just found out maybe in that month beforehand or something like that. So, yeah. So that's where I was.
0: <laughs> mm, wow, about to be a dad. <laughs> times two, times um, two. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, that was um, the second one. Yeah, for me, um, two thousand five. Yeah, we still we still had uh, Dion and Cameron. Uh, Brandon wasn't here yet. And um, yeah, just same, just working and chilling, working and chilling and, and you know, settling into at the time that would have been coming up on what, four years of marriage uh, at the time. So, um, yeah, it, it was uh, I, I do remember this one coming out, too, as well. Uh, I had a lot of fun when this album dropped. Um, so, yeah, the, the college dropout was a huge success. And obviously and, and late registration followed and, and was very similar. Uh this album sold eight hundred and sixty thousand copies in its first week. Eight hundred and sixty thousand hard copies that you had to go to go to the store to pick up. Uh you know, it wasn't no streaming, it wasn't no, you know, was no file sharing and stuff like that. I mean, we're talking hard copies. Um, and obviously during the, he had switched. during the file sharing like, era. Does it during yeah, yeah, the during file the, sharing yeah, Great point. <laughs> great point. This was during the file sharing era. Uh, he had great. He had singles like uh, Touch the Sky, Heard Him Say uh, and Gold Digger. Uh, what What did you like about this album? What did you think made this album outstanding?
1: Well, this album showed us that Kanye was a star on his own. Like this, this album mm, showed that. us that it just wasn't the Rockefeller backing. Like, yeah, the Rockefeller backing got him in the door, but he showed us why he deserved to be in the party with this album here. Um, like you said, the singles, uh, it sounded cleaner. It sounded more like the music was bigger. And I mean, he had a couple, he had star power on here. He had reached for um, like, what I think this is the one that had the blue man. No, this one with the blue man group. This is the one that had. Uh, you said, touch the sky. Yeah. Like Lupe on this one. Oh my gosh. That mm-hmm. was one of my favorite yep. songs. Yep. Yep. Touch the sky, like, cause it was just like the way it sounded when we listen to it in a, in a in something with a good system, like that. It, it was a mm-hmm. great sounding like mm-hmm. album, and this album here showed me like Kanye is a star. Like I was just like, wow, like this guy really impressed me. He did it again because I like this album ten times better than the first album. Like this okay, album okay, because it holds up to this day, like man, it's a tough album right here. The second album, whoo I, I was just like, I did it. <laughs> Sophomore slumped my ass. So I was like, This man came out here swinging, man. So that's how I feel about this album. It was real, it was real good.
0: Yeah, man. I think there's a couple of things I think that stood out to me that made this album. Um, again, the production. Uh it, and like you said, I think we as fans uh were really blown away because if he had come out and flopped i mean you know you kind of would you would have just chalked it up you know what i mean like there's nothing we could have done or said because the college dropout was so huge and um this album was crazy like and he had again i'll go back to what i said a little earlier the guest features that didn't necessarily overflow him and These were bigger records, though. Um, These were, uh, even the radio singles were big. The Touch the Sky joint, heard him say, Gold Digger. I mean, Gold Digger was on every single radio (laughs) station. (laughs) The video was on every single TV station. Um, Yeah, man, it it was, uh, and I think I remember hearing him in an interview, he said that he was trying to make stadium music. Well, mm. this right here is stadium. A lot of these songs are stadium songs. Um my joint on here uh Diamonds off Diamonds off forever from Sierra Leone uh <laughs> with Jay-Z. Come on, man. I mean they they going toe to toe and I think, you know, Kanye is doing his best to hold his own against his mentor, uh his big brother if you will. Um but yeah, I love this album, man. I think it's uh I, I was I was really surprised because I, I'll be honest, I thought he was gonna fall off because <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't know. <laughs> and I mean, from from you know, having Jamie Foxx, Lupe, like you mentioned, Paul Wall, GLC. I would forgotten about the crack music joint with the game. Game the um, well,
1: game ain't do nothing but say it's the crack. I think he only said that. I black mean, but music. still, yeah. you know, but I mean <laughs> the game was
0: hot then, so you know, for him yeah. to get the game on. Um, we major with Nas uh Cameron. I didn't, on wasn't that. really, yeah. I, now that song, I really wasn't a fan. I was whoa, like, whoa, really, whoa, hey,
1: hey it's cow, cow, whoa, whoa, yeah. We're
0: wasn't not, we're not, we're not what, gonna do that. Wasn't a fan, wasn't a fan. C-
1: Cameron is in my top 10 all time. But, but so I, I mean,
0: full disclosure, full disclosure, I'm not a fan of Cameron's. So, not that he's bad, I'm just not a fan of his music.
1: In the words of Dr. Brace, <laughs> we got, got a hater in the <laughs> house, we got a hater in the house. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hey, well, I'm in the house on the couch with, with my feet up. I don't, you know, <laughs> no, nah, I take that back. I'm not a hater. I just, I never got into him or his music. I just didn't. And it's not to say that he's not dope because I'm, yeah, sure he invent, like you who he think invented he's, swag rap. Though, I just never got into him.
1: Yeah, he invented that swag rap that everybody loves today. Cameron invented that shit. That. Yes. Well, what happened
0: <laughs> to that swag rap? What happened to that swag rapping the verses, though? What happened to the swag rapping the verses? I mean, you, you don't want was not that a
1: performer. Anymore. He's not a performer. He was just like, <laughs> he was just like, man. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, they were okay with rapping over there on. You like, know, I like the rapid their... raps. Yeah, yeah. They was like, we're not performers. We don't perform together. The locks still perform together. It was a more cohesive. It was just like, <laughs> it was like performers versus these dudes that do club spots to show up at one o'clock and the club closes. One thirty, they get up there and do three songs over the during uh the real song and nah, that's not
0: right, two different right. classes of uh, yeah, artists out there. Them. That so, ain't them. you right. Yeah. But you nah, right, I'm just doing. You know, right.
1: I'm just bullshitting. Um, but um, I do I do like the song we can't run on it. But it's not one of my top that I have off the album. Like, I love we major okay. like you said because you know anytime Nas raps yeah, over yeah. good beats, I like Nas. When when Nas picks the beats,
0: I don't want to <laughs> hear Nas. <laughs>
1: like I tell you, anytime I want to go oh, to sleep, the you put shoes. on a Nas album. That's not
0: King's Disease. It's shade, stop it! Stop I'm it! I'm telling you. Stop stop I mean, besides it. that first I, I album, that was
1: that was an industry. Uh, you know, I, like nobody gets uh, that top promo, and they first like. If, let me look, Cal. Me and you could do an album if we get Primo, Q-Tip, Large Professor. Uh, uh, uh hey, what, what's my name? Pete. Pete. Uh, what's what. what? arguably uh, the
0: greatest hip hop album ever how dare you yeah because they had the I greatest production ever you can't fail with that production no come no, on no it, it's, it, it's, it's the rhyme it, it's, but you know what let, let's stay on task let's, we, we can talk about that we can argue about that on another, <laughs> another one <laughs> no you could um, so what song could you have done without on this album what uh, song
1: man bring me down man and then I just didn't like that song with him and Brandy mm,
0: featuring think. Brandy okay
1: yeah I just didn't like the sound of it. I mean, you know, it—it it was mostly the beat that I didn't like on it. It was mostly the beat. Change okay. the beat, I, I might be, I might be in, but the current beat they have with it, nah, not rocking with that one.
0: I actually liked it. I thought it was pretty decent. Um, I probably say, I mean, and, and he wasn't as skit heavy on this one. Um, but again, this is an, this album is 70, 70 minutes long, so it's over an hour. Um, yeah the, the the gone with uh consequence and camera uh even when it came on the first time i was like oh skip." <laughs> oh my god man! <laughs> I just, I just, I mean, hey yeah, spitting I on this song though man hey they spitting man, on this I, song
1: though man you gotta check it out man
0: you you have to tell me about it because I, I i think every time <laughs> that i listen to it preparing for this podcast i think i skipped it you gotta um, listen yeah is um, spitting on this song in
1: it's your sweet yeah, brother i was in the
0: truck like skip i'm sitting i'm sitting at the light skip okay where we at oh we on, oh, we on, okay we don't we're on diamonds we're on diamonds, God, on the God, diamonds. Please, okay here just, we go yeah please, that's give it a shot at.
1: please give it a shot man the song okay okay yeah, I, man, if, if somebody
0: asked yeah but kanye is, i mean excuse me cameron is too so it's, cameron uh, came through uh, on con- that song what consequences? Man
1: consequence was spitting on this song he he probably wrote yay verse that's what i'm telling you man it sounds the same uh
0: so the championship moment uh this was in 2005 was nominated for vibe awards for album of the year was in 2006 was nominated for bet hip-hop cd of the year 2006 was nominated for hip-hop billboard for top hip-hop album uh in two thousand and six it won billboard uh hip hop awards for top rap album and in two thousand and six it was nominated for Grammy Album of the year but did not win but it did win a Grammy for best rap album uh how did how do you think this album impacted you or just you could talk about how you thought it impacted the game
1: um well you know that music that the the new music- i was a grown man then so you know it was different but as far as the impact. Um, like I said earlier, it just it showed that Kanye was a bona fide star. He had star power. And I'm pretty sure this was about the time when he was wilding out with Amber Rose. If not, this started <laughs> it. You know what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> you know, MT, he became an MTV staple after on this mm-hmm. album. Like he was just everywhere. Pepsi commercials. You know, Kanye was a star. So it, it just let me know that he he had got out of the, the Jay-Z shadow. You know, since JD, Jay-Z didn't believe in him in the beginning, you know, Dane really believed <laughs> in him. He had to convince Hove to give him a shot. You know what I'm saying? His words, not mine. You know, because people think I hate mm-hmm. Jay-Z. I don't. You know what I'm saying? I'm just not. Whatever. But anyway, getting back to Kanye. Uh, <laughs> it, it just like, it just showed me his star power. And that's what I knew he was a star. He wasn't going nowhere. And he was setting us up for. Some shenanigans later down the road.
0: Right, right, right. <laughs> I agree. I think um I think it impacted the game because I think his production style changed a little bit. And uh he went from the speed up samples to you know just really getting into what he would become. Uh I think if you listen to uh this album production wise, you'll see some of the influence that he had on not just other producers, but just a rap in general. Um but i thought that this was this was a really really dope album and um i i enjoyed again going back and listening to it because uh i realized again like i said a little earlier i forgotten how good some of this stuff was and i was like damn oh i remember and so i'm rapping alongside i'm like okay yeah just shit and you know like i said it it's not a situation where if his stuff comes on i'll turn it off um but uh but yeah, this it, it was good going back to this one. It was really, really good going back to this one. And uh, now we move on to the third and final championship, and it was called late registration. Again, staying with the school theme, he went from being a college dropout to uh, graduation to late registration. No, um, thank you. This was graduation. College dropout The late. Re- yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, to graduation. Uh, this album was released. Um, when was this album released? September 11th, 2007. Where were you, King Germ? Mm. I
1: hate to say it, I still was at that dead end job.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Germ, you didn't get out of get away from that job.
1: Nah, I was still there, but but funny thing had happened, we had just started our own website earlier that year in January so Mm. I was just like man we were doing a music review site and so you know this album came out we had to review it because at that time we was hungry in the game you know we was doing just we we'd do like maybe 40 50 reviews a month like we we had like Mm -hmm. everybody was doing reviews and this shit was crazy you know so that's where I was at that dead end job but I started my website you know what I'm saying we had started website was like man we was we just thought we was gonna be rich from the internet and here we are.
0: Mm. And what's the name of the website?
1: Oh, <laughs> NappyAfro.com. It's still out there, man. You know, we still out there mm. chugging along. There might be a music review on there, you know, when you when you hear this. Who knows?
0: Wow. 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 That's that's impressive to say that you I mean, because You've seen a lot of websites come and go <laughs> yes, <laughs> from 2007. <yes>. Damn, <laughs> uh, when I—I I mean, that's that's what you talk—that's what you call being ahead of the game. Um, when was I? 2007. Okay, 2007. We had we had Brandon in 2006, so we had our third son. Uh, I was at what was I at that company? Oh no! When this album came out, I was actually unemployed. <laughs> I remember this now. <laughs> yeah, man, the job. Oh, man, the job. That job. I. But you know, it's good that because what happened was, I was at that job and I knew that the end was coming. Like I just knew it was coming. Mm. And they offered us. They offered us a severance. And I remember I was talking to this lady named Miss Carol. Miss Carol said, Miss Carol. She kind of reminded me of Esther a little bit from Sanford and something. And Miss Carol said she walked over to my desk. She said, "Uh, she said, she said, hey, are you gonna take that severance?" I said, Miss Carol, I don't know, what I'm thinking about it." She said, "Shit, you better take that damn severance because they're gonna shut this motherfucker down in a minute." <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough, I took the severance, and um, it was what like that June of two thousand seven, and bruh, by shit, by the time this album came, like end of September, the Feds kicked in the door shut everything down mm. they took people to jail <laughs> jesus i mean not not many workers but i mean like the higher ups but mm. uh but now nah, yeah i yeah i was i was not employed i was sitting on that service <laughs> money just chilling i was like man i'm gonna I'm rock this for a little bit and collect me some unemployment and then i'm gonna go try to find me another job but um,
1: so that's how you did it. You sold all your stock <laughs> in the company.
0: I, 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 look at this guy.
1: You had the golden parachute. Okay, now I get it. All right,
0: it's all making sense now. It all's making sense, now. man. You can't make a golden parachute out of three grand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, oh boy, you I should. You know, I should have told. I forgot who I was talking to. This yes. yes, um, man. got Money. Um, but anyway. Uh, so. <laughs> So, yeah, so that's what I was doing uh, when this album dropped. And so this was, again, the third championship, uh, not late registration. I keep saying late. Graduation. Graduation. Uh, So what made this album outstanding to you, man? Because this album, again, he sold through the roof. Now, we said the last album uh, late registration was eight hundred sixty thousand hard copy sales of first week sales. This one nine hundred fifty seven thousand week sales so he almost goes platinum within a week uh many people many people remember the stuff surrounding this album and what i mean by that is he was going head to head with album sales with a guy that you guys know of uh guy by the name of curtis jackson aka 50 cent and there was a, a public battle, not any beef, but 50 Cent was sold on the fact that he could could make it a better album than Kanye. And so what happened was 50 Cent decided that his album was going to come out on the same day as Kanye's album. And this was something. Let, let me tell you some kids. This was something that was huge back in the day, because normally if you had a megastar dropping their album on a particular day, you didn't want to drop it because that means nobody was going to buy you out so 50 actually said in the weeks leading up to their albums being released on the same day that he would retire as a rapper if Kanye outsold him in the first week uh now he he backtracked his album's called Curtis he backtracked <laughs> on that statement because obviously he had he had contractually more albums to do so he couldn't retire <laughs> off that but but Kanye beat him and you know to be honest 50's sales and his marketability as a rapper kind of waned after not that he fell off because 50 still doing his thing but um he, he was never as hot as he was back then i would just put it like that but um this album was through the roof um he had songs like stronger good life homecoming amongst others so what what do you think made this album uh outstanding what, what were some of the features or, or excuse me things that you really liked about this album
1: um, just off the top, you know, three of my favorite songs. One was Barry Bonds because uh, Ye mm. showed his uh, lyrical ability because he was rapping against the rapper mm. eater at the time, Lil Wayne. This one, Lil Wayne was on his yes. run, so for <laughs> yes. him to go toe to toe with Lil Wayne and maybe even out rap Wayne on that song was amazing to me. Uh, Flashing Lights, another song where I think mm. Kanye, because with this album he experimented with his sound. You know what I'm saying? He, he, went, he went over that hill. He was like, you know what? I see what they're doing the hip-hop. I'm going to take it up a level and, and change it up. Go experiment with some of this Euro uh whatever they call that crazy weird music over there mm-hmm. that uh, BPM or whatever EDM sound yeah, and all that. Yeah, all, he, he, he incorporated all these different elements in the hip-hop and really you know he basically he changed i'm not gonna say he changed the 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 scope of it but he opened up to different in, interpretations of hip-hop you know because you know whether you like it or not it, it's once it's rooted in hip-hop you can make it your version of hip-hop as long as it's the bass is hip-hop it's still hip-hop so what he did with this album he kind of he 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 expanded the sound of hip-hop on this album and it was like a worldly album but it was still dope it was still dope
0: oh facts! facts I, I agree a thousand percent i think he um he definitely changed a lot with this album that that lead single stronger um like you said it was kind of techno edmi kind of influenced um it was uh it was just different but it was yes. something that was banging it was on black radio stations on white radio stations it was on mtv it was on BT. um yeah he 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 did his thing uh you mentioned uh <laughs> i had to look it up real quick you mentioned barry bonds uh now i do see as far as writers on here i do see kanye's name i do see Lil wayne's name but i also see one two three four five six other names i wonder if these other people wrote on this album or if it was the okay they, see, maybe they played on the album what,
1: what's that, but name? What, but, it, I, what's that it, name he might be on there <laughs> i
0: don't know i don't know no i don't know if hi is real no that Sahai real his real name can't be john ventura um nah. but yeah it was uh it, it, you know what was interesting was you're i think i think you're under something he he went toe-to-toe with wayne and if you if someone said kanye i wayne on this one i wouldn't necessarily disagree uh he went toe and, and at that time like Jerm said, there was nobody hotter than Lil Wayne. I mean, no. not even Jay-Z. At this particular, this was mixtape Wayne. So, you know, to, I, to to be honest, I was surprised that Wayne actually put him on this album. But mm. um, now nah, he went toe-to-toe with him, man. He went toe-to-toe yes. with him. Uh, what else did I love about this album? I, obviously, Flashing Lights. Um, I love the joint with uh, uh, Premiere, uh, Everything That I Am. I love that mm. joint. Um, and I liked, I really liked that he ended it with uh big brother, um, a tribute to Jay-Z. And it, he kind of, when I even going back, listening to it now, he kind of explains and describes like, you know, how he and Jay-Z came to be what they were. And I wonder how things are with him and Jay-Z now. I know it's not what it used to be. And, you know, they... Jay Z was on the last album, from what I heard. I didn't listen to the song. Or anything, the business but, decision by Jay Z. Um... <laughs> well, Jay Z wanted to ride the wave, or you just, of course, you know, was, was like he always, like on? he
1: always does. Like he always does, he finds a way to to scheme. Now all of a sudden, Jay Z even selling crack dust for for years. Now all of a sudden, he's giving you buy buy paintings, buy real estate, love your family. Whoa, Jay, <laughs>
0: hold on! I just Jay Z's like still get money from eighty five years old man. Exactly. He's 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 75 years old, man. Wearing a wig. He's wearing
1: wearing a wig, man. He needs to take the wig off and And just be an old man.
0: You know what, man? You know what I you know I said? What? Jay-Z fell off when he grew his hair out. He fell, you know, he when he he, that's when he fell off when he grew his hair out.
1: Hey, when he could man, Jay-Z fell off a long time ago to me, like blueprint. Or you
0: can make the case that he fell off when he got married.
1: Mmm, that was the best dis- business decision in <laughs> his life, though, because she got him indoors that he never could got open. But yeah. this ain't that show for that. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. We, we have to, yeah, we have to, we have to table that for another discussion. But um, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I I enjoyed that one too. I, I thought this was a, a solid album, man, from top to bottom. Um, and you know, again, Kanye didn't disappoint. Uh now, what song or songs could you have done without on this album?
1: Uh, I'm gonna go with a uh, stronger. I did not like that because it was just too weird. Okay. Yeah. And it was just, you know, I, I wasn't, I'm not the experimental rap guy. Don't come to me with that because it takes mm-hmm. me a while to get. You know, the warm over. You know, certain things like if you got a corny gimmick coming out, I'm not gonna listen to you. Like I will hold that against you for the longest. Like Big Crit, I, I didn't listen to him. His first mixtape, uh, Crit was here because I just did. I was like, Big Crit. Oh what wow! Kind of name is what kind of name is that? But then when I listen to the oh, when hey, I actually listened to the come album, on I was, from
0: the South, Germ.
1: I did. I didn't know he was from the South. I didn't know anything about him. I just looked up. i like Big Crit. Okay, okay. Like I thought he was from Detroit or something. You know. So I just really didn't. You know, at that time. But when I listened, I was like, man, I really slept on this album. This is dope. So uh, I didn't like Stronger because, like I said, just the the new sound. I wasn't. I wasn't ready for that. You know, what I'm saying. Not saying the song is okay. not good. It's just I wasn't ready for it. And um, Drunken High Girls. That's when I didn't like that mm. song either. Like you, Kanye, come on but then that's what that's the kind of wild and shit he was on at that time so i could see why he would make a song like that you know but other than that 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 album to me i I, when i used when i say the second album was dope that third album was even doper because it was Mm -hmm. just like you got the song with good life um i think this one had homecoming uh, coming home again and i'm coming Yep, that end, shit yep. yes man so this yeah, man th- this album was dope this album was dope super dope to me i mean it's yeah, like kanye got better with- yes he got better each album
0: oh no doubt no no doubt I-, I agree with you a thousand percent um he finished with homecoming and big brother so i i thought i thought that was a crazy and, and dope way to end in-, in the album um let me see yeah Drunken hot girls yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't skip it. I listened to it just because but um no, nah, it, it's it, I mean I'm, I am a fan of most death, but yeah. Uh I I could have done without that. That's probably the only one I could have done without. Everything else uh seems to flow within the album and I thought it was pretty good. Um but yeah, Kanye it, I don't think he he disappoints at all. Uh his championship moment, he won the American Music Award for favorite rap album. He was nominated for BET Hip Hop Awards uh, for CD of the Year. Uh, He won the 2008, excuse me, he was nominated in 2008 for a Grammy for Album of the Year. Uh, He won a Grammy in 2008 for Best Rap Album. Um, So what was the impact you think this album had? on uh, on the game and or you or, or whomever. What, what do you think the impact was?
1: Well, this album impacted me because I think this was the year he went to the MTV Music Awards drinking Hennessy out the bottle. And I knew once I saw him on the red carpet with that <laughs> bottle of Hennessy and he was drinking it, I was just like, whoa, something bad is going to happen tonight. And that's when he went on stage and did the mm-hmm. Interrupted Taylor Swift and everything. So that mm-hmm. taught me not to drink Hennessy out of the bottle at an event where you could embarrass yourself. And um, yeah, so that's what
0: I'm going with that. Man, you got a great memory, man. I remember that, but I didn't know he had, I forgot about the Hennessy.
1: Yes, he was, I mean, he had the whole, he had like a half a gallon or, or it might've been just a fifth. It might just been a fifth of Hennessy. He was drinking it straight out the bottle. And that's when he took the infamous picture he was squeezing Amber Rose's butt and all that. Like I said, this, this night's not going to end well. Wow. Kanye's going to win. <laughs> and I think that's when crazy hmm. Kanye was born. And you know he never went back from that moment.
0: <laughs> yeah, man, you're right. You're right. I mean, everything changed after that, man. I, I think this. Um, I think when he did, I think the impact was when I hear a song like "Stronger," that let me know that he was willing to push whatever limits that he had, and or and actually that there was no limit as far as like what he could do uh, sonically, exactly. and um. I think everything changed because sound, uh, excuse me, a uh, stronger sounds a lot like the stuff that you would hear later on in his career. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I agree with you on that one. I think it, it was, it was, it was a game changer. Um, but uh, I, man, I forgot. <laughs> I didn't forget that he bum rushed the stage, but I wow. Hennessy. Wow. Yeah. Hennessy will do that to you. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I think that was the impact um so before we get out of here germ i I know you kind of alluded to it a little earlier but rank these albums uh one two and three the college dropout late registration and graduation
1: Mm. well i know the the least favorite on the list and this is not a diss people this is three good albums so my my bottom Mm. my bottom album would be college dropout uh okay too much filler too much filler i mean it's dope but still too much filler uh now two and one uh i could flip a coin here depending on the day of the week but today mm-hmm. today i'm gonna go with number two is going to be uh late registration and number one is going to be graduation you know what I'm okay, saying? okay. I, I think graduation is still kanye's best album you know to date uh, because that album, like I said, it is top to bottom is solid. Uh, like I said, the experimental, the new sound, pushing the limits of hip hop, making you think like, damn, I, I wouldn't think I like something like this. You know what I'm saying? So he did all that with mm-hmm. that album, and you know the lyrics was on point, and um, yeah. So I'm gonna go with that as my top Kanye album.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go reverse from you. I'm gonna say. Uh, the albums if i had to rank them there would be based on how they came out chronologically so graduation is the third best late registration is the second best and i think the college dropout is the best album um i think and honestly if i keep it real with y'all i think these are his three best albums period now fair uh, full disclosure i there's, there's quite a few albums that i haven't listened to that i probably won't ever listen to but <laughs> but for my money's worth i mean i know twisted dark fantasy is is high on a lot of people's uh, i, and I don't
1: understand i don't understand the love I don't the either. album gets. i don't get I it because i listen to the album and i'm like how is this one of the top uh hip-hop albums of all time <laughs> i'm just like what like are y'all but then i think this album came out during the uh the blogger era so Had to be. social social media people the influence and all that. Right, so I'm right. thinking that's the only reason why they rank that album mm. like that and and because i there's no other reason why i could understand because like it's not doper than the, the first three you know what i'm saying the no. beats might be it's just it's just too dark and i don't know maybe 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 i'm missing something maybe i'm missing maybe i need to go back and listen to it now and see if it stacks up against these other three but you know i i'm also a fan of 808s and heartbreak so that that was oh maybe because terrible no that was not a terrible maybe i usually had to be going <laughs> through was, something at that right. time Hey, look, look, yeah, look, maybe I wasn't you just going had to be good.
0: <laughs> hey, no. hey, bro, I just told you I was unemployed when one of these albums dropped, and I was loving it. So I was going through something. <laughs> but 808's and Heartbreak,
1: man, it was different, man. It was mm-hmm. like I love Love Lockdown. And uh oh it was that one song, uh Street Lights. Oh my god, that's my fucking that might be one of my top five Yay songs, man. So you know, I don't know. I like I said, did
0: you see um did you see the movie uh, Set It Off?
1: With Latifah and all them? Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes.
0: You remember that scene where Queen Latifah was, she stole a car and she was throwing CDs out the window? Uh-huh. That's literally what I did to that CD when I bought it. <laughs> I played it once and oh I gosh. threw it on 285 here in Atlanta and somebody Jesus. ran. I'm sure it was pro- I probably. I probably ran over and got broken into pieces a thousand times. Mm-hmm. I hated 808. Mm-hmm. I literally listened to it one time. I was like, <laughs> I cannot believe it. And I mean, like, I had spent my $12 on this, man. I'm like, man, you got to be kidding me. Um, but yeah, I'm with you. I here's what I'll say about my twist, my beautiful twist of dark fantasy. The and again, there's no shade to nobody listening, but if you're gonna take it, how you gonna take it, just take it. Here's the correlation that I found, Germ, just in the people that I know. The people that mm-hmm. I've seen, not not the people I know. Let me tr- retract that. The people that I've seen on social media who love this album. What I've been able to surmise is that when this album came out, everybody was like thirteen to fifteen years old.
1: Hundred percent. That's
0: the only that that's the common theme that I when I see people talk on Twitter talking about this album, everybody is like twenty five to thirty at this point. Yeah, exactly. That's how old they are. So if you if you were in like high school, the middle school, middle school, high school when this when that album came out, you probably think it's better than paid in full. No. <laughs> so this,
1: so. I, this album changed my life. Yeah, because you was
0: fucking 12. Exactly. You know, you, you had your first girlfriend, got your first kiss, you might have got your first trim. I don't know. But yeah, that's that's the only correlation that i and it's just again that's just my experience if you're older than that and you love this album please hit me up i i I can only go by what i've seen everybody that i know that loves this album, my homeboy matt b who's been on who's been on here matt loves that album and matt is 27 years old yes so it was (laughs) right around the time exactly (laughs) he was like 14 when the album came out um shout out to matt uh but yeah it's you know that's what it is, but yeah, man, I I had to uh, had to get you to rank those. Um, before we get out of here, man, Germ, tell people where they can find you, where they can find the dope podcast. It's the dopest podcast in New Zealand. Tell them about the Frocast, man.
1: I mean, you can catch Frocast every Friday on all DSPs, man. We own them all. You know, just look us up, the Frocast or Frocast. I don't know how it goes. Uh, mm-hmm. You can catch me on Twitter uh, at the Frocast. Catch me on Instagram at Frocast um like i said me and my wife we just do a podcast we just try to entertain people every week man we don't take ourselves seriously so please don't don't get offended by anything we say we're just (laughs) talking
0: (laughs) hey man hands down one of the best pod it's probably it's probably you know what it's the second best podcast that you'll hear on in the podcast world um i love them man I, i love them i love listening to them every friday man they crack me up Uh, Like you said, don't take it serious, but it is it is hilarious. It's usually an hour to hour and a half of just pure, unadulterated fun and and shenanigans. And it's all off the script. I mean, like they are so real, like sometimes they have on air arguments that they don't sound contrived at all. Like they sound like they might still be arguing once germ hits. Stop recording. (laughs) So and do. But, um, but yeah, dope, dope podcast, and I mean, they've been doing it. Y'all up to what 400 at the time of this recording? 470 something,
1: 477.
0: Wow, wow. So, at the time of this recording, they've done 477 episodes, and some of y'all can't get 10 episodes done before you
1: quit without taking a season Um, break. (laughs) You 10 shows, you need a break, like. Kyle, look just just what season would you be in of your show Kyle? season hey, 37 40 I you'd be like know, the simpsons man. you'd be like the simpsons over there right <laughs> <these>.
0: <laughs> like, yeah. hey man all I tell people is, is that I'm doing a podcast and you're going to get one every Thursday at midnight that's it yeah. that's all I can tell you and it's not, I'm I might I, I'll take a week off of my birthday but other than that you're going to get a podcast every week you know so it is what it is but um yeah man Jerm, thanks for coming on man this has been dope man you 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 got me to actually do something that i said i wasn't going to do which was go back and listen to kanye's music and like i said it was incredible i forgot how dope the dude was back then i I really really loved kanye back then um i can't tell y'all that i'll actually listen on any stream now if i go back and listen to kanye's music again it won't be on the streaming service it'll be Something where I can't, where I'm not giving him no more, no money. So I'm not, I don't believe in. You know, he, doesn't own his in his pub, he
1: doesn't own his publisher, man. He, he has some <laughs> perpetual album deals. So, you know, he's not seeing any of that. Just don't buy none of those $90 t-shirts or those ugly slippers that all the <laughs> kids are wearing
0: now. Oh my gosh. Oh like my gosh. I, 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 I
1: said, what? I, see, I said, my nephew has some on. I said, what are those? I'm looking at him like, he said, these are Yeezy Slides.
0: I said, what? It costs wow. a hundred.
1: I said a hundred some of
0: those. A hundred dollars
1: for some slides. Bro, and they look like man, some of the jail issued slippers, man. Them look like wow. some shower shoes, brother. Like all the kids okay, wear them now. And I'm just like, man. oh my gosh, bro. Like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: then he's selling mm-hmm. you shirts with holes in them and for $90. Like, man, come on, man. Wow. Yay, man. ain't gonna sell these kids a garbage bag, bro. Soon, man. They're gonna be walking around with garbage bags, huh? <laughs> they gonna think this shit hey,
0: cool, man. Yeah, I mean, they 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 fool enough. I mean, they they actually saw this guy, you know, as he prepared for this last album, did like a, a two month rollout. The man was staying in stadiums and all kind of crazy shit. I'm like, this, this wow. man
1: turned the uh the Mercedes Benz on to an Airbnb, bro. Like, come on, man. <laughs> I was like,
0: shit, he need to try for the Falcons. They need a DB. <laughs> they need a punt return in the db he might be able to get some for some run he
1: was ordering man, DoorDash man. to the to the dome <laughs> like, where you at?
0: it's a big house you can't miss it <laughs> oh man boy you stupid but yeah you guys know where to find me this podcast uh 12 kyle podcast on all social media uh i'm 12 kyle obviously on all social media uh again we drop every uh thursday uh make sure that you check out forecast podcast podcast on every friday again we dropping heat every week you know we're not stopping uh from time to time i'll drop uh bonus episodes on sunday so that's going to do it for us as we take a look back three pete kanye west uh for my man king germ i'm your boy 12 kyle we'll catch you guys next time Five thousand.